Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs. It's Mark here with Ryan. Uh, Ryan, me, uh, we've, it's taken us a while, but the, uh, the Cleary train's off the tracks. <laughs> mate, your long-term strategy, it's finally come home. <laughs> Trust the process, mate. I've been telling you guys for a while and, you know, the, uh, they say the night looks darkest right before the dawn and that 104, I, I was, I was sitting there this week with uh, Red Dot Pangai and a couple of other ones that I knew were going to be out trying to work out ways that I could get Cleary in. And lo and behold, my uh, my prayers to the fantasy gods have been answered. Obviously, they, they liked the sacrifice that we made to them last week when we uh, we gave them all those points against us. So um, <laughs> they accepted our offering and um, the season can proceed now with uh, – with a, with less obstructions and uh, a little bit more frivolity and and unknown factors. So, yeah. but I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it as one of the only people that isn't a, a ghost team that doesn't have Cleary. So, um, I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll discuss him at length when we get there. Um, mm. So we might just uh, rip through these first couple of games before we we dive into it because I'm sure that's going to dominate our Q and A and and the discussions as well. But, um, mate, we got an absolute blinder of a game Thursday night. Uh, I'm actually surprised that the Roosters have named pretty much their full-strength side here to take on uh, the Storm. I kind of figured that they might hold that back a little bit and um, and give Teddy particular a rest when they got such a good replacement in there with Manu and Suwali. But, obviously, it's um, it's good news for Teddy owners. Yeah, no, definitely. He... Uh... He got he got around wearing that pillow on his hip uh, most of, most of the Origin night. So I wonder if he's going to have that uh, against Melbourne. But no, good to see him in the seventeen. And yeah, I can't say I was expecting him to be a green dot coming off the like four day turnarounds. But um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, he still might not be. Yeah, exactly. The Roosters always pull these kind of shenanigans, don't they? But yeah, well, I mean, hopefully he straps up for uh, for us Teddy owners. Yep. Uh, yeah. So obviously him and, and Crichton backs up. Crichton only played 40-odd minutes, and I saw a couple of things suggesting he might get a rest this week, which would really surprise me considering he hasn't actually played that much footy over the last, you know, month and a half. So I don't know why they'd need to rest him. Um, he had that couple of nice two-week rest a couple of weeks ago. So uh, the other news, obviously, for the Roosters' side is Verrill's in the uh, in the starting team for now uh, mm. with an asterisk. Um, you finally... Finally, might actually get to play him this week. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my three month uh, hold of of Verils is is coming home. Hopefully, um, if uh, as long as Kieran doesn't come in as a late uh, inclusion to swap him back to the bench, but no, it'd be good to finally see Semi out there. This might not be the game to be playing him, given he's up against Melbourne. But um, yeah, hopefully, he can hold that nine jersey. Mm. Oh, mate, well, they can't give you everything you want. They got to you know drip feed it to you. Hmm. Oh, as long as he's starting next week, round 17, yeah. that'd be handy. Yep. I mean, outside of that, that's all pretty much uh, program as usual. I don't think many people would have Sam Walker now, uh, and everybody else is kind of not really fantasy relevant from this Roosters team. Uh, Storm, though, obviously, Hines gets a couple more games with Pappenhausen. It's, you know, it's flip-flopping a lot here at the moment, round 18, round 20. Um, no, we're not going to commit to a date. It's kind of a bit all over the shop. Uh, and I mean, they don't really need to rush with probably the best backup fullback in the comp in their in their uh, system. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it, it's it's certainly handy as well holding Hines currently, given 
you know, we've got some uh, red dot wing fullbacks with with Walsh, and you never know what's going to happen around eighteen as well. Um, yeah, certainly wait and see. And, and yeah, you're right. This I feel sorry for anyone that's actually still got Pap in their side because it's just turned into an absolute nightmare, hasn't it? You don't know when he's going to be back. It could be. Could be round eighteen. Could be round twenty. You just don't know. Mm. I'd just be inclined to to sell him. I think this week, you you know, you can't just keep hanging on to that eight hundred k. But mind you, depending on what news we get with Clearer the next forty eight hours, it might be, mm. uh, you know, at least nobody else is going to be short of money uh, to get him back in later. So <laughs> maybe just short of trades. Uh, outside of that, though, obviously we've got Jerome Hughes ticking along really nicely. Obviously, a lot of people have jumped on him. I. Don't have any room for him, but I saw somebody send through a trade to us earlier that had them trading Cleary out for Jerome Hughes, uh, which I, I can't imagine I thought that I was going to see this year, but um, I love to see it. <laughs> the, yeah, the the Bill Ent, uh, fan club, it's, uh, it's got it's a few more members this week, yeah, for sure. The people are talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, I mean, outside of that, obviously Brandon Smith ticking along. No Harry Grant this week off the hammy and not playing Origin. You have to imagine he's not going to play again until round 19 or something like that. But I mean, Brandon Smith, everyone that bought him's been really lucky with the try scoring, and they just got to cross their fingers for that to continue and wait and see what happens, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> tries, tries are just a part of his base now, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> we also just want to do a little shout out to Tepai Moroa here, who's um, named in Jersey 23. Oh, yeah, he's um, back. Yeah, so obviously he signed with them a couple of weeks ago as a good depth option, but he was actually not too bad when he played for the Eels, so he, he's a typical Bellamy signing that will probably end up being really good. Next game, which is a Friday 6 p.m. game, uh, obviously Reese Walsh is out with that hamstring tweak. Uh, sees DWZ going to make his debut uh, on that wing with uh, Sheck back at number one, but you'll imagine that Sheck will just go back for Cossie. When Walsh is back either next week or round 18, somewhere in that sort of range, uh, obviously if we have Walsh, we're just hanging on to him through the one week out. Yeah, I mean, you, you're probably going to be wanting him round 18. Hopefully he's a green dot round 18 because that's when he's going to be more, most important, I think. Yeah, and um, particularly considering as well he's, um the really soft schedule and unknowns around Pappenhausen, he's kind of a keeper at the moment until until otherwise... Uh, signs that he's not. So uh, outside of that, obviously, Torhu Harris doing great stuff, although uh, named on lock, although I don't think that really matters for him. And Chad Townsend comes into the team, uh, kills anybody that uh, decided to take a punt on SOS. Uh, but outside of Sheck, no, Sheck's not really relevant, but outside of Harris and, and Walsh, who's not playing this week, this Warriors team's pretty devoid of anything in the top end. Yeah, I mean the the only other real fantasy relevant option is in isolation. So, yeah, um, yeah, not much happening. I guess you know Fenua Blake's one for the watch list if you can get back to that early season form. He's getting very cheap now. He's yep. probably going to probably have a four in front of his name shortly if he doesn't uh, put up a big score this week. I did um, have a look at him. I I feel like he's maybe a high forties rather than a low fifties average though. I mean, Just, at that price, though, it'd, it'd be a hell yeah. of an 18th man, you know, especially yeah. in a in a position that um, isn't the easiest to cover. No, fair enough. Uh, Dragon's side of the ball, uh, Ben Hunt backs up, as does McCulloch, although I didn't think that either of those guys were in doubt. They get Josh Maguire and Tyrell Fumano back. Uh, interesting to see that Fumano is actually back before Pappenhausen. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of annoying, and I don't know if... 
we expected that. Obviously, Jack Bird goes back to the centres, and I don't really understand why it took, that took that long to happen, but it's happened now finally with uh, with Kerr back on the edge there. So, um, I mean, outside of McCulloch, who's got a really, really tough schedule, the Dragons have one of the toughest schedules for now to the end of the year. Um, I feel comfortable that he's going to be a tackle bot, um, although Maguire back means he might end up playing that 65-minute role again, not that he wasn't doing that before. And um, and then obviously you got Bird and Ben Hunt there as as options. Uh, outside of that, this Dragons team's pretty uneventful, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you've got McCulloch and Hunt, you're happy. Jack Bird's still doing good keeper center things. Yeah, outside of that, it's yeah, just business as usual, isn't it? Yep. Let's push on to the Eels versus Panthers game. Uh, so Charlie Staines is named at fullback. Uh, Dylan Edwards has come up with a, some sort of a foot injury. Uh, Pom Momorowski's also injured, so that's his Brent Naden named on the wing, Tyro May in the centres. Cleary, obviously the big news this week, uh, he's out with a shoulder injury, which could be anywhere from three weeks out to season ending. Uh, I think probably it's going to be somewhere in the middle of those two options. Um, His scans were, quote-unquote, not good, (laughs) which is never Mm. a good sign. Uh, It sounds to me like he's going to be doing something similar to what Milford did last year, which is where you have sort of four to six weeks of rehab and shoulder strengthening. uh, And then just, uh, you know, you get a sponsorship from Elastoplast to try to last you to the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah, and then you'll finally get the surgery in the off-season. Yeah, it's a a real difficult situation, isn't it, uh, for coaches? A lot of people trying to decide whether they're holding or selling. Yeah. as a non, you're a non-owner, so I mean, what would you be recommending, mate? My suggestion would be to hold him through this week, mm-hmm. wait and see what the end result is of all of the shenanigans. Uh, if you're a head-to-head player and you're sitting in the top eight, then I would suggest that you probably should hold him and limp through to the finals because anyone that's on the fringes, there's going to be some desperate people in there. I mean, I'm. I'm lucky I'm on the fringes of top eight and a few of my head-to-head leagues, but I don't have Cleary. So uh, I'm going to obviously not have to have that headache, but I think a lot of people were sending through questions like, oh, you know, if I'm, you know, I need to get head-to-head wins, should I sell Cleary to, to buff up some other positions? And that's that agonizing spot you're going to put a lot of people in. I think the smart play is to hold through this week, wait and see the results of what they come out with. Uh, if they come out and say, we're going to give him three, four weeks, and we're going to, you know, chuck him back out there in round twenty against uh, uh, Melbourne, and then they play, play them in round twenty. I think they got two games in a row where they play Roosters and then Melbourne and then the Dragons uh, in twenty one, and then I think it's uh, Rabbitohs in twenty three. So, they if he's going to play the finals, they're going to want to give him a couple of games before the finals as well. And those tough sort of games there with teams, it might be the difference between them finishing fourth and getting a home final or fifth and, and, you know, being one and one done. So, I mean, it's uh it's an interesting dilemma for the Panthers and for Cleary owners. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Short, the short answer to the question is I'd probably hang on for this week and wait and see what happens. Uh, although, you know, it's optional. Like, if you could bring in, you know, if you could trade, like, you got, say, like, I've got Bradman Best. Uh, if I have Bradman Best and Nathan Cleary and I could sell them and get, like, David Fafita and Torhu Harris or something like that, mm. I'd look at doing a trade like that. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I tend to uh, agree with those sentiments. I, I think it really, this is, I don't think this is one with a black and white answer. I think this really does come down to individual circumstance. Um, you know, it really depends on how many trades you've got, where you are in your head-to-head or overall leagues. Like if, you, if you're if you sitting comfortably in that top four, you're not worried about whether you're going to make the eight or not, then he's probably worth holding. Um, but if you're sitting there and you're, like you said, on the fringes, and you need to be going hard for wins. Uh, I I certainly can't blame anyone for wanting to sell. And uh, I'm sort of in this position where I'm not sure who I'm getting rid of this week. It's either Pangai or Cleary. I'm, I'm probably going to ditch one of them. And Cleary is obviously the standout player. But at the same time, you know when Pangai is going to be back. You know, you've got a yeah. firm return date. So it's, um, yeah, it's a really, it's a real tough one given that this Cleary thing's, uh, you know, it's like how long is a piece of string? You don't really mm. know how long he's actually going to be out for. And the other thing is as well is you've got more trades than a lot of other people as well. I think you yeah, said 13 true. or something, don't you? Yeah, I've got 13 currently before doing anything this week. Yeah, see, like I think with that point, you're in a luxury where you can go bang, trade him out, get two big upgrades or whatever, and then sort of wait and see what happens, you know, with mm-hmm. the knowledge that you can, you know, you could probably burn to like cash in a couple of mid 400s guys out down to, you know, Hayes Dunster type players. Um, if you need to find an extra 400k to go, say Toru Harris back to Cleary or something like that in a in a vital head to head. So yeah, and um, just on like another note, what do you think Matt Burton becomes a good buy now, or would you be just well, be wanting to steer clear? Once again, it depends what happens. I mean, like mm-hmm. I'm a bit lucky in the fact that I've got the man Dane Gagai and uh, and Jake Avarillo in the centers who averaged 60 something last week. So I'm not. Feeling that, and also we've got to remember Burton, the last couple of times he's played in the halves, he's been bailed out with some pretty lucky tries there. Mm. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, his break even's 38. The Eels are not an easy matchup. Uh, no, also no Dylan Edwards, no Momorowski. You know, they are a little bit depleted. You know, like, oh, God. <laughs> 55, 50 with a try, 55 with a try, 77 with two tries. Like, that doesn't scream to me, must have. And that's against yeah. the Tigers, Sharks, and Bulldogs. Like, they're now going to go into the Eels, like I said, by next week. And then they're going into, you know, a round 18 game. I think that that one's pretty soft for memory. Um, but yeah, then Roosters the and Storm. Yeah. Oh, Broncos in round 18. Yeah, Broncos round 18. Oh, no, Warriors, yep. no, they've got Warriors, Broncos, 18, 19. All right. That so must be 20 and 21. Mm. It's um, Storm yeah, 2021, Roosters. Storm Roosters, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I think as well, like, it's important to remember in those ti- that Tigers-Sharks game, they obviously were without their, their origin contingent. And like I'd, I'd even say that if Cleary, if you swap Cleary for Burton in those two games, I don't like. Obviously, Cleary would go better, but I, I still don't think he would do as well. Like if you'll you take out, you know, Brian Toto is the leading meter eater in the comp by quite a while. You know, a lot of their their big name forwards too. Uh, like I, I can see why a half might struggle, and obviously the Panthers didn't perform very well in those games. Um, and I don't think that's uh, you know un. Uh, how, how would I word this? I, I don't think that you know that's surprising um and, yeah. and as and also when your path partners tyrone may it's it doesn't exactly you know lend you lend it to taking a bit of pressure off you um yeah. I, I mean you have to think as well that he's going to play on the left and luai will move to the right like in round three when cleary was out with that concussion too um 
Mm. But see there, you're breaking up the Luai partnership with his outside men. You know, it's it's really, you know, I I I don't want to take weight off how much of a different Panthers team this is with no Cleary, no Dylan Edwards, no Momorowski. Who's the winger that's out as well? Or oh, Staines because he's a fullback. Obviously, Staines mm. is a really good fullback. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a I tough don't, one. I, yeah. So I mean, I'm, the I'm thing really... is he's got a 38 break even. Even if he scores 60, he's only going to go up another 30 grand. And then we get news from Clear, that Cleary's out for the year. We know that Burton's going to, you know, do do the 60s anyway. And then what, you're costing yourself 30 grand or a week. Cause you, and you then buy yourselves two weeks worth of information to find out what's happening with Cleary. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, yeah. I've definitely got if he was playing round seventeen, I think I'd probably sway my opinion more towards him being more heavily a buy. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I understand why somebody would buy him. I mean, I mean, he's definitely on my radar this week. I'm definitely considering him. Yeah, I mean, if you're a head-to-head player, um, you're like with me. I've got Gagai as well. I could go Reese Walsh to Matt Burton. And just play Gangai at wing fullback, yeah. uh, and get another get two halves in my centres. Um, but I don't really want to sell Reese Walsh though either. Yeah, I mean, if I went Pangai down to somebody cheaper, like a f- high five hundreds guy, I could just go best straight to Burton, which would be just absolutely absurd. But then I'd I'd miss like I'm looking at getting Torhu Harris this year, this week. You know, I won't be able to get him. So yeah. Mm. Certainly interesting questions for people. Um, and, I mean, the, the big thing is we don't really have a, a, hard, a hard and fast answer. Um, Api Coruscant does pique my interest now. Okay. Uh, just being that we like the last couple of weeks, outside of his injury last week, uh, where the Panthers had their full uh, contingent and they were putting it on whoever they were putting it on. I can't remember who it was. Uh, Roosters. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, obviously the Roosters got some big boppers in the middle as well. Um, he, he's another one you could wait the wait the two weeks and see how this Cleary news impacts uh, Coruscant. But I mean, if Cleary's gone for the year, Coruscant in six hundred and something k, he's going to be making an absolute boatload of tackles and uh, asked to do more playmaking. You have to imagine that they're going to want to keep him on the field for his leadership. Uh, so yeah, certainly. An interesting one. Um, I've seen that they've had Kenny playing sort of in a lock role. No reason that can't continue. Mm. Uh, Eel's side of the ball. I mean, is there anything else here? We're not buying anybody else from the Panthers now, are we? Except from maybe Yo, but... No, yeah. I mean, how long is Dylan Edwards out for? Do we know that? Um, I I think it just said out with a foot injury. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, nondescript. So, yeah. Um I mean, yeah, that's that'll probably do us. Uh, for the Eels, uh, we've got Sivo back and um, old mate wingers out, Sean Russell. Uh, but outside of that, this is pretty much the same team with the glaring difference being Lussick named to play big minutes at hooker again for some reason instead of them using Will Smith or even so to Jake Arthur to relieve him for 15 minutes. I don't really understand that. I guess, you know, Panthers play a, a big, you know, through the middle game and they want to make sure that they've got these guys that are fresh. Uh, obviously bad for Madison and Papali, though. 
Yeah, I originally had uh, probably to come into this week to my team, and I'm a little bit nervous now seeing that bench. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's going to score well without playing 80, but at the same time, I'm pretty happy to just watch him go around if <laughs> if he's not playing 80, if you know what I mean. Like, he, he's not... Um, like he's still a, a keeper, I think, when he's playing sixty. But he's he's not sort of a must-have that he was sort of showing himself to be when he was playing eighty minutes and just busting tackles for fun. Um, yeah, so definitely bad signs. You're a matter owner. How are you? How are you uh, dealing with with this news? Um, I'm kind of just shutting my eyes, eyes and hoping the problem goes away. <laughs> Head in the sand. Yeah. Um. I'm. I think. Uh, assuming that I do my planned trades, I'm going to be running a Madison Tyson Gamble loophole this week. So, mm, interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait and see what happens there. I'm not, I'm not feeling happy about it. That's for sure. Whatever the opposite is of confident is how I'm feeling about Madison. So, uh, outside of that, I mean, the Seals team's pretty uneventful as well. Um, one thing I will say is I had a couple of people asking about cash outs. Uh, Hayes Dunster seems to be a really good option for me. Uh, his break even sort of arresting itself. He's not going to be uh, somebody that you want to have in your scoring 17, but 25 points from a 228K guy is better than a zero uh, if you're looking for somebody. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he seems like a good break, uh, you know, break glass sort of option. And if you want to maximize, um, you know, any cash that you're cashing out, then yeah, he seems like a good buy to me. Yep. Uh, in this uh, game at the moment where green dots are absolutely important as hell, he seems to be the one. Mm. Uh, Bulldogs, <laughs> half of the Bulldogs team versus the Seagulls. <laughs> um, so they've lost Kotrick, uh, Adam Elliott, Dylan Napa, Brandon Wakeham, Aaron Shoup, Waddell, and Sione Katoa, uh, which is pretty a lot of options of people out. Uh, so they get a new centre in, uh, Manu. Not somebody that we're going to be going anywhere near, I don't think. Uh, and they've also got Bailey, I guess, Beyond Odo, I guess you'd say that, uh, and Chris Patolo on the bench. So um, probably not messing around with any of these guys, um, although it does, I mean... It brings the question back about A, Luke Thompson, and B, Josh Jackson, um, and maybe even C, Jackson Toppenay. Uh, I mean, I know Raymond Fitala Mariner shouldn't be too far away. Uh, but, I mean, even as a middle forward, Toppenay is what he should be still pretty cheap. No, I think he's like 380K. I looked at him. Uh-huh. 367. Yeah, I sort of put a line through him as soon as I saw he was that expensive. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think Toppenny's one I'll be touching. Um, yeah, Jackson and Elliot are, are interesting. Um, I think I think I'd be more likely to take a punt on Josh Jackson, just given that he, you know, he sort of seems like uh, you know Jake Tolboy in a in a team that does more tackling <laughs> um, with dual position. Yeah, exactly. Um, which which definitely helps. Um, another one that's been on a lot of people's tongues this week is Jeremy Marshall King. Any interest there from you? Uh, I I distinctly remember looking at him in the past and thinking that he was a buy and him letting me down. Um, <laughs> but I mean, five hundred fifty k. He's hooker only, which is not as it's not ideal. Mm. Um. 
Maybe. I mean, he, I mean, he's had two back-to-back 80-minute 80, 80, uh, performances. He's, you know, put, uh, put up two 60s. One of those had a try, mind you. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, he sort of seems like... him this game, doesn't it? He's got some good yeah. run metres there, 70, 80 run metres a game. Yeah, I mean, he just, I don't know. He doesn't excite me too much, but he could definitely, in a year where there's not a whole lot of good hookers, he could definitely end up being a solid 17th, you know, mm. option. Well, I mean, he could luck his way into being a Brayley. Yeah, <laughs> he'd luck his way to being a Brayley. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't even tell you if there's a bench hooker. I don't know who Bailey Biondi Otto and Chris Patolo are. I'm pretty sure Biondi is a, a burger that you get from um, <laughs> a Porto's, isn't it? I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, it, I... I the short answer to the question is I am kind of interested in Jeremy Marshall King. And just for the exercise, I'm going to have a look at this now. Mm-hmm. Um, Pangai Jr. out and Bradman Best out. And Marshall King. Oh, no. I'm like 10K short of getting Burton as well. And Burton, 11K short. But I could Damn. do... Exactly, Brian Kelly, and just hold Bradman best. Oh, that's mm. actually a good idea. <laughs> oh, Ryan, don't. Why are you doing this to me? Yes, Burton and Marshall King in. Mm, I'm so curious. Okay, we'll put that one on the back burner. I'll have a look. I'll I'll have a closer look at uh, Marshall King, and if I uh, give it the seal of approval, we'll uh, we'll put something up on our Instagram only. Uh, with a pod article for him. So if you don't follow us on the Instagram, check that out. Uh, Manly, uh, obviously Turbo doing stuff. Kepi's at lock here. Um, Dylan Walker's been coming on and playing in a roving lock role, which is kind of fun. Uh, mm. But, uh, oh, the jet ski's back in round number 21. Oh, wow. I missed that. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that he's going to be. I guess the big news from Manly, aside from t- Turbo being a genuine captain option this week, is no Josh Schuster. Yeah, he's still he, he's joined uh, Sirenin in the in the void in the, this, <laughs> in this, the vortex um, of of, in, yeah. of recurring injuries. Sucked into the Manly injury black hole, never well, to be let, seen again. How is it that Tr- Tom Trebojevic is the only bloke that's been able to stay healthy in this team? <laughs> that's ridiculous, isn't it? Hammy's a steal, mate. Mate, yeah. I told you. And no one believed me. Oh, oh, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> we believed, Ryan. We believed. We did. Don't buy anyone from Manly that's not Tom Trebojevich, though. I've seen a couple of people looking at Daily Cherry Evans. I mean, yes, uh, fine, but he's going to play Origin, not play around 17, but this should be a good game that he'll want to absolutely yeah. put his foot down here too. So, I mean, maybe... Manly, Manly play Friday night after after uh, that third Origin game as well. So oh, that won't matter to him, mate. He's um, after they get towed up by sixty down in bloody Newcastle or wherever they're going to hold this game. All these germ-ridden New South Wales people, we can't hold it in Sydney now. So, mate, you're going into lockdown too, don't you? Start because <laughs> of one person that came from New South Wales, <laughs> and, and of all the places that they went, they went to bloody Magnetic Island in Townsville. <laughs> Can't think of anywhere worse, like less that I'd want to go. I'd rather be in New South Wales and be on Magnetic Island. I mean, Magnetic Island's great. Tourism in Townsville is very important. Um, check it out. Just lock, just lock your car doors. Yeah, 
No, there's not. Well, they've only got those um, mini mokes that you hire over there anyway. They're not really cars. Oh, true. But yeah, the no last car anyway. that was over there was Nanny McDonald's one. <laughs> <laughs> he left over there. I don't remember that. Oh, no, no. Oh, we'll move along, hey, um, to the Raiders versus Titans game. So Simmons at fullback, uh, Matt Tomoko for everybody that rolled that dice. That's come up snake eyes. He's out of the team. Croker's back. Valame stays on the wing there. Uh, Harawira Naira is probably the only one here that we're looking at, though, outside of anyone that's got Simmonson's just holding him and probably lucky for a green dot this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot happening, is there? Hmm. Um, what is it with teams that play round 18 and being bad? Yeah, I don't know. It's just... Just not much. Uh, don't, they don't want us to have anyone good for the round seventeen buy, do they? No. Uh, then we got on the other side of the ball, uh, Titans with uh, Brimson back, Campbell's out, Marju uh, hurt his elbow and has been replaced. Not in the twenty-one, which would lead me to believe that he's probably still injured. Uh, Brian Kelly's still there. Fogarty's still there. Uh, Fafida and uh, Tyrone Peachy, uh, the only real fantasy options in this team, I think. Um, Iron Fogarty, I guess. Yeah, Tino's going through a, his regular purple patch now. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of that, yeah, there's not much happening, is there? Um, I guess no. Corey Thompson was going quite well before he got injured, so maybe yeah. one to keep an eye on, but again, doesn't play round 17. So Yeah, oh, he might be playing, just not for the Titans. Ooh. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, Fafita's a good captaincy option this week, particularly if he stays starting. I guess we won't know that, though. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'll probably leave it on him, even with the uh, the Turbo versus Bulldogs matchup looming. Uh, that's, a, that's about it from this Titans team. I don't really want to talk about them anymore. Um, Knights versus Cowboys. Uh, Pong is back, allegedly, uh, although we probably won't know until now before the game for sure. Jaden Bailey's back uh, with, uh, what's I guess, Watson's on the bench now, which he's been doing sort of on and off through the year. Uh, fantasy-wise, Barnett has displaced uh, Brody Jones, which obviously I'm really upset about. <laughs> um, I mean, he, he displaced him last week. It's just that Brody Jones played centre. Yeah, because of an injury and then... Oh, no, he didn't get it. Was it an injury? And then the last-minute try. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how these guys go up against the Cowboys juggernaut. We're assuming everybody sold Watson, Brian, Neal, and Braley. We're just sort of crossing our fingers and praying he does something better. No, I've actually got Watson still. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, I've, I've got Watson and Braley, and I'm looking at actually moving Braley before I move Watson. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, Braley's been very disappointing, hasn't he? He's really sort of come back to uh, where we thought he would be in the preseason. Um, yeah, well, you know, I mean, they've got Pierce back, they've got Ponga back. You have to imagine that their attack's going to step it up a little bit here. So yeah. just pray, Ryan, just pray. <laughs> Are you telling me to hold Braley? I think so. Even though you've already sold him. Oh, well, I sold him ages ago. <laughs> I sold him at 750K. He's, I'm looking at buying him again now. Oh, jeez. Um. Yeah, no, I, I certainly I don't think I would be selling at this point. Uh, Cowboys, Hamiso's in the centres. Um, seems to be scoring okay, but I certainly wouldn't be mucking around there. I think there's you know a, cl- a few clear really good options. Tom Lolo's the only one that we're really 
want to have a look at that, and then even then, not really. Yeah, exactly. This is pretty. This Cowboys team has been uh, mm. struggling for fantasy relevant options for most of the season, and yeah, unfortunately, yep. this is not much happening. I'm trying to make uh, Tom Dearden a thing. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm losing emotional steam on it, but I I do. I think he is going to be a thing, but I've got no room for him in my team, so. Oh, we may as well go to the Broncos versus Sharks, which actually is surprisingly fantasy relevant. Uh, <laughs> Tessie New still at fullback. Herbie's back, and Katoni Staggs is playing his first game of the year. Uh, Brody Croft is back with Gamble in the six. Uh, Matt Lodge and uh, Pangai are. We're now hearing that they're not going anywhere, so I guess that's it's kind of neutral news. It's probably bad news for anyone that was looking at Rabadi based on the post that we did in our Facebook group, or I did, I should say. Um, yeah. But this looks like a pretty good bench for Haas to get his 60. Yeah, and hopefully for Flegler to plot along to his mid-30s. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's a good bench for, for any of these three starting forwards. You'd think Lodge, Haas, and, and Flegler, you'd think they'd all be getting decent minutes in this side. Mm. Um yeah, I guess that uh, revived Turpin season might be over with Paxler back on the bench. No, well, I think they've Pays has been playing like kind of a a, a lock sort of role on filling in at the centre. I think he played centre or something last couple of weeks ago. So, oh, really, mate, I want to ask you a question. Okay, you got a centre. This is their uh, rest of the season. Sharks, West Tigers. Panthers without Nathan Cleary, Cowboys, Knights, Roosters, Warriors, Sharks, Knights. Would you consider that to be a really good draw? I'd consider that to be one of the better draws, yeah. Yep. That is the Broncos draw. Okay. Okay. Somebody asked us today in the Facebook group whether Katoni Staggs is a, a buy. Have to imagine he's going to be doing the goal kicking, uh, soft schedule, we know he doesn't necessarily need it, but uh, when he got injured last year, he was leading the try-scoring tally at the start of the year. He doesn't need the Broncos to be good to be a good scorer. Mm. He's an I interesting know. pod option. I think yeah. if I had, like, for 50K more, you can get Matt Burton um, or same price, yeah. you can get Dane Gagai. And coming off a, a pretty serious injury, I'm, I'm pretty happy to watch him go around for a week or two. And, and you know, Isarco's in that side too, so he's no guarantee that Stags is goal-kicking this week. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe, maybe, but I'm, I'm pretty happy to, to say don't buy him this week. Yeah, he's just a lot of fun to own. I think if your team's just gone down the absolute gurgler and you've given up, he's fun to own. <laughs> so... Like yeah, that, so are you I'm, saying I'm, you're I'm, I'm addressing you directly with that comment. <laughs> Please, mate. Mate, I'm getting I'm getting the real number one Panthers halfback this week now, so you better watch out. <laughs> Tyrone, mate. No, Jerome Lua. Oh right. Um, someone actually flagged him as a buy. I don't think that's a. I want to see some serious evidence of that. By the way, Lua, I'm talking about. Hmm. Uh, Tyson Gamble. I'm going to ride him until his uh, price rises stop. So, yeah. Um, and obviously, Albert Kelly's still not named. He's uh, he, I have to think he'll come back for Croft one when he's fit. Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows with Kevy? <laughs> Honestly, who, who knows? I feel like he will. 
I feel like he will. He's just he's old, so it takes longer for soft tissue injuries to heal. Uh, Sharky's side of the ball, though, we've got um, Ramian obviously doing great things, Sean Johnson doing great things, actually really, really good things. Uh, Talakai's back on the edge somehow, even though he got a bath last week or two weeks ago, I should say. Um, but, I mean, outside of Ramian and Sean Johnson, I'm not necessarily excited about anybody in this team. I've had a lot of people asking. I've seen, when I say a lot, m- about three more than normal, which was three people because there normally should be zero, asking me about Will Kennedy um, mm. with the soft draw. Have you had a look at Will Kennedy? Yeah, I have, yeah, because I, I heard this name brought up as well um, in the past week, and he, and he has been going quite well. Um, just for mine, at this time of the year, like unless you're going really hard for overall, like for this time of the year to be spending 500K on a guy that's a rung below the other wing fullbacks just doesn't really seem like a move I'm like I'm really interested in but I mean I, I get it I do get it if someone wants to make that that move um I understand it but I, he's just not one for me personally no I agree I think uh it's a big risk and we got to remember from our uh, episode earlier in the year he's one of the only players this year that's managed to play an entire 80 minutes and score negative points <laughs> although that was against the Penrith Panthers so I might yeah. I might give him that one Mate, he's got the Broncos juggernaut this week. So. Oh, it's true. I forgot about that. The Croft God is back. <laughs> Must have. Brody Croft. Oh, no. Don't say that. Okay. <laughs> Last game of the round, uh, West Tigers and uh, Rabbitohs. Uh, Dane Laurie's still there. Um, I see my one of my main head-to-head opponents still has him uh, this week. So, obviously, there are teams with Laurie. Um, I mean, this is... Uh, I, I like, I'm calling this a soft matchup for the Rabbitohs, although last time I think it went to extra time and they played each other. They've gone with a four-forward bench. should have to imagine it's good news for the Ghost teams that still have Jacob Little. Mm. Uh, Seyfarth starting um, with Offen Gialli coming off the bench. As far as this Tigers team goes, I don't have anybody and I don't really want anybody. Yeah, I'm pretty happy being Tiger free. I've been Tiger free mm. for a, a couple, like a month or so now, and I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. Um, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, Twal's been okay, but I'm not rushing out to get him. Um, oh, yeah, again, I just I just prefer not having a, a player that's coached by Madge in my team, to be honest. No, fair enough. Any sane man would want the same, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, outside of that, uh, I guess we go to the Rabbitohs. Latrell obviously had an absolute barnstormer on. Uh, Sunday night, unfortunately, for Queensland. Uh, Dan Gagai doing great stuff for our fantasy teams as well, two 80s in a row. Uh, Damien Cook and Cameron Murray, probably the other two interesting options here. Uh, Reynolds comes into the the fold potentially, although I think probably, I mean, New South Wales might go with Moses for game three. Uh, but, uh, I mean, Adam Reynolds is possible. And then Cook and Murray both playing origin, but uh, for head-to-head players, Probably both good options. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, you and I are, are pretty happy um, with our rabbit eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't complain. That's for yeah. sure. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to have a look at Murray, uh, and I'm. It's now, you know, I'm now thinking about this Burton trade that I am thinking about doing, and realizing that it leaves me with absolutely zero mid cover, which maybe is not the best idea. So. Mm. I mean, Murray's somebody that I had penciled in to trade in this week. Um, 
So, I mean, he might be somebody that I have a look at. Um, yeah, look, I'm sort of the same. Like I had um, Murray and Papali'i penciled in until that wall forward bench has kind of scared me off uh, Papali'i a little bit. So, yeah, I'm thinking I'll jump on the Murray train. He's a very handsome man. He'll, he'll be nice looking at him oh, in my side. And mate, he's good looking, isn't he? <laughs> Tell you. Um, Nichols and Harme Sally both starting is interesting as well. So mm. it's uh don't necessarily know if there's anything to that, although Sally's been playing pretty well. Uh, yeah. He does come in He's off sub, 36 point with seven. Sub 300K. Yeah. He's probably a decent cash out because he's going to be playing next week. Um, yeah. Yeah. One of the better mm. cash outs, I'd say. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I'd probably say if you're looking for a round 17 cash out, it's probably Sele or Verrill's are probably the top two this week. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, we might jump into some questions. Uh, Ryan. Yes, mate. Danny says he is at the bottom of a head-to-head league and needs wins. Would you recommend selling Cleary and hoping that he's out injured longer? Yeah, I mean, at this point, what have you got to lose if you're sitting at the bottom? Um, you you got nothing to lose. You need to make the finals. I, I, I would. I'd throw, uh, throw everything against the wall and hopefully something sticks. Yep, I agree. Um, and then we've got another guy on here obviously taunting me. Uh, asking if we should sell, if we should fire Paul Green, uh, which obviously I, you know the answer to that question. Oh, mate, we were saying that uh, Greedy was going to be no good, <laughs> like before the season started. So yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. think there's any surprise to me. My my only wish is that uh, the Blues actually beat Queensland by about fifty in Game Three, so he we does get sacked. Yeah, absolutely. He's kind of been picking the right players, which I'm surprised by just the uh, the, the greeniest of their attack and defense is, is showing for sure. Uh, Pangai to Haas or Murray? Don't need edge cover. Have Isaiah Papali'i, Angus, and Toru Harris. And um, do Hines to Teddy, Gutherson, Mitchell, or just hold him? Oh. Keep in mind, 13 trades left. Yeah, I'd be pretty. I mean, like I'm in a similar position. I'm pretty happy holding Hines until he's out of this, out of the thirteen. To be honest, um, yeah, because you'd have to think he's going to play. Obviously, playing this week, and you have to think he's a decent chance to play round eighteen. Like, assuming Pap's back, like uh, the Storm play on the Saturday. So, I mean, there's every chance Munster gets a gets a rest and Hines mm. plays five eight. So, I mean, I'm pretty happy holding him. As for Haas or Murray, um, I mean. Again, same position. I don't own either, and I'm I'm opting for for Murray personally. Yeah, no, I um, yeah, I think Murray has is in a position to take advantage of the attack. Um, although Haas has a higher ceiling of average, I think. So, I mean, I ideally want to have both, uh, but yeah, uh. Yeah, so I think maybe hold Hines and and um, yeah, maybe flip a coin on the other two. Whether you need the ceiling or whether you need the the good looking factor. <laughs> uh, over the next two to four weeks, maybe six, uh, we'll start seeing teams planning their rosters. We're talking about regular footy planning their NRL rosters for next year. Um. Can we see any obvious contenders for guys that might uh, might get a run late in the year? 
Mm, I mean, it, it really depends on individual team circumstances, doesn't it? Like once uh, whichever team is falling out of finals contention, um, like say the Sharks fall away, you could see like Trindle coming in or Magulius. Mm. Um, I mean, for the Raiders, maybe that Savage could come in. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, I mean, Broncos and Dogs, you'd have to think they already know they're out of finals contention, so they'll probably just be as normal. Um, yeah. And Madge, he loves to change his team regardless of, <laughs> of where, where they are on the ladder. So, um, yeah, there's a few there. Uh, maybe maybe you see, like, Ash Taylor drop out because I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a contract for next year. So if the Titans yeah. don't improve, you might see him drop out. Tanner Boyd or Jaden Campbell come in. Yeah, um, well, mate, there's another guy there. He's just re-signed as well, uh, young halfback they're talking about pretty heavily as well, Toby oh, Sexton. Oh, Toby Sexton, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, him, um, I mean, Tom Amone at the Tigers is an option. Helium Lukey maybe for the Cowboys might get more of a run. Um, maybe uh, Taff might get a couple of games if Reynolds plays Origin. Yeah, and you were talking about the Dragons' soft schedule. Uh, sorry, hard schedule. If they drop out, you might see you know Sloan back in. Um, who knows? Mm. They've got plenty of other blokes, uh, young fellas around the joint. So, yeah, yeah probably nobody particularly appetizing is the short answer to the question. Dunster's the one for me that I think is pretty good job security for the rest of the year. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, Iremia might be one of them, but it, like might play a couple of games um, through the through the period there. But he's not going to displace anyone from the Storm you know, because they're going to want the full strength guys. Sele is an interesting one even um, for a cheapie there, um, if you can hang up to that spot. So, uh, all right. Uh, Pangai, holding or trading? Um, yeah, again, it's a, I'm trading either one of him or Cleary. If you don't have Cleary, I'd say, yeah, trade Pangai. Like he's, he seems like a definite trade for overall players. Um, for head-to-head, it's a little bit tougher given that I mean, you know when he's going to be back, unlike Cleary. But you know that said, Cleary's also double the price. So, mm. um, yeah, it's 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 a tough one. Uh, I haven't decided yet, but I would put Pangai in the sell category. It just really again depends on individual team circumstances. Yep, I agree. Um, thoughts on Will Kennedy? We covered him. Probably leaning towards a no. Uh, have eleven trades left. Clear is out three to four weeks. Is it worth trading him out and bringing him back in must-win head-to-head games? Yeah. I mean, if you're in a must-win position in your head-to-head league, then, yeah, I do think it's worth trading him out. Um, similar to that uh, guy earlier that asked whether you know, yep. he should be trading him out. If if you're in a position where you need to go hard to make the finals, then, you know, it's I think it's, you know, balls to the wall. You've got to do everything you can. If you're, if you're in a position where you're sitting in the top four and you can coast into the eight, then... I'd, I'd be pretty happy holding him, but yeah, it's uh, it, it really depends, and I don't think there's a right answer with this one. It really depends on individ- on your individual team, how many trades you got left, and how you're looking in your leagues. Yep. Uh, leading into this one, is it too late to sell Ryan Pappenhausen? <laughs> I'd be holding him now. Like given the latest report that he's going to be back in round eighteen, it's it kind of feels like you've held him all this way. If he's going to be back in round eighteen, you you kind of want to hold him for one more game, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I'll just wait and see what happens. Uh, if he's not back in round 18, just move him on. Like the, you know, toss him to the curb. Uh, I, have enough, I have enough money to switch Flegler directly to Isaiah Papali'i. However, if we find clear he's gone for the season, then I'll have $1.5 million to make it rain. 
Ooh. I feel like you could just move Flegler to Isaiah Papali'i anyway and then worry about your $1.5 million problem next week. <laughs> that seems like a good or, move to me. Lack, lack thereof. Uh, got Jackson Ford in as a cash out a while back. Is it a cash out if they're 450K? Yes, uh, it's a mid-ranger. Yeah. Is it time to cash him out? Uh, trades to burn and cash to splash. You'd have to say so, given that the Dragons finally have their full contingent back. Um, yeah, he's probably Trade not going to Jeremy Marshall King. Hey, yeah, For, done. Yeah, 44K up to Jeremy Marshall King might get a keeper out of it. Do we trade Schuster? I mean, I did a few weeks ago, and I know you did as well. Um, oh, man, it's a tough one. Because Manly are just so shady with their injuries, eh? They just don't mm. tell us what's actually going on. Like, you can't find an injury update on Sirena to save your life, um, let alone Schuster. Um, I mean, I'd have to say if you've held him this long, the reason you've held him is for round 17 um, and because you think he's a keeper maybe. Um, oh. God. Is he going to play round 17? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, if he doesn't play round 17, then what's the point? Like, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd probably sell him. Yep. I think so, too. Uh, do I get Mbai or Niu for cover? Um, I'm assuming you want uh, centre center cover, um, so I'm going to say Mbai. Yeah. I don't really like either of those options. If I'm being yeah, I don't really, I don't really like either. But I'm assuming the reason he wants one of those two is because they're dual position. Yeah. Uh, DoorDash, help me. <laughs> <laughs> if trading Cleary, mm-hmm. is it a week or two too early to bring in for feeder? Eighteen trades left. Jesus, what have you been doing, mate? Aren't you bored? <laughs> Um, how does also, he? How did, Door, did he get extra trades off DoorDash out of that? Yeah, Brady, can you send us out the, the DoorDash extra trades code, please, brother? 18 trades. Would you start like four weeks ago? <laughs> My God. Um, uh, thoughts on DC and Cook as guns for the run home? Uh, uh, back up. Um, I, I, DC is obviously a keeper half. I just. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't really want to pay that much for him. Um, Cook, ugh, I mean, again, he, he's not just the position of um, of Hooker just isn't a desirable one this year. So I, I, I don't think this should be any rush to get Cook in. Um, no. I'm pretty pretty happy to just wait and wait till maybe round 19. And, you know, if I want him then, I can get him then. Um, yeah, I definitely don't think there's any rush, especially in this origin period. Yeah, no, I agree. Um but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're fine, but, yeah, I certainly wouldn't be rushing. I'd prefer to have Fafida. At least you know he's an elite caption option gun hooker, uh, gun forward, um, and he can score, you know, 20 points in 30 seconds if he needs to mm. or less. Uh, is Isaiah Papali'i still a buy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, still a buy. Just probably not as strong as a buy with that bench, but yeah, still a buy. Could change any time. Uh, giving Braley another week, trading out Pangai and Schuster. Uh, thoughts on Pierce or other buy round options? Um, I'd say no well, on Pierce, Pierce. He's not a buy round option either because he's playing. He doesn't. He doesn't play in round seventeen. 
Yeah, because he's playing Origin, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, man, the, the the biggest like kick in the balls for Queensland is if they pick like Kyle Flanagan or someone like that. <laughs> Just to really stick it in, stick the boot <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, like I, I don't. I mean. I, I personally wouldn't be buying Pierce. Um, no. uh, Clifford's eaten a lot into his kick meet. I mean, it's only been one game, but Clifford uh, had the lion's share of the kicking um, in that game against the Warriors. So, I mean, that's certainly eats into Pierce's base. Um, I mean, and typically, like last year, he was always like a five hundred meter sort of kick meter guy. So, um, if he's only going to be getting like say you know two to three hundred a game, it, it really eats into his base. Um, they do so have from- a very very soft schedule though. Yeah, they do. They do. Like it's the softest schedule. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what do you think? Do you think he's a buy? I'd probably look at Adam Reynolds instead. Mm. Yeah, like I, I don't hate I don't hate hate Pierce, but um I don't know, he just doesn't excite me either, especially at least partnered with Clifford. No. Oh, yeah. I I th- I think I agree. Um I think that's pretty much it here. I've got some uh, Instagram ones if you want them. Oh, yeah. Far away. All right. So, we've got uh, Jay West. He's asking Braley for Marshall King. Yes or no? Um, thinking more about Marshall King while I've been sitting here looking at him in my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Bulldogs team is going to be absolutely atrocious. Uh, they're going to get their pants pulled down by Manly, you'd have to imagine. Uh, and then they play the Roosters, who don't really lose a lot with Origin in round 17. Uh, I mean, he could be, mind you, he might just make 50 tackles. Um, but then Braley's was seemed to be doing better in like the inverse hooker quotient where normally hookers do better when they're just making lots of tackles. But he seemed to be better when the Knights were better. So, I mean, maybe uh, maybe not at okay. that point. Um, and his second trade, Pangai for Cam Murray, yes or no? Yeah, well, you can pull the trigger on that one for sure. Yes, absolutely. Although, if you're an overall player, you could have a look at someone like a Josh Jackson instead um, to get that round 17 score. Beautiful. Um, next question. Dominic Thompson, best players to buy under 575,000? Marshall King seems to be the one that's in the front of my mind. Uh, under 575, or if you're looking at on 575, Tupanu is an interesting one. Uh, probably not somebody I'd be rushing out to get. Uh, Wade Egan's back. Uh, oh, is he back from his concussion? Yep. Um, I mean, at some point, David Clemmer's going to be a buy. <laughs> uh, Cody Walker, if you're looking for somebody you want to smack yourself in the head every time you watch him play. Ride the roller coaster. Um, yeah, I mean, Marshall Kling- King's there. Um, Maybe Fenua Blake if he can get back to his best, but I Paul Vaughan's so him. cheap at the moment, but I couldn't recommend him with that team. Uh, God, this is pretty sorry viewing down here. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Will Kennedy. <laughs> oh no! Don't do that to the poor man. May as well yeah. recommend him Takiyaho. <laughs> and Junior Paulo's cheap. Holy Second God. time's the charm, yeah. Dalton Aiken. Not, not, not much happening, is there? Probably Marshall King, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Probably the, the standout. Um, the six again NRL column, they want to know, is Pangai to Haas a good trade? Sure. Yeah, I'd say so. It's a good trade. And uh, finally, it's, uh, who's this? This is Trevor. Trevor wants to know, 
Hines and Watson to Papali'i and Turbo. Plan on getting David Fafida in round 18. Tom Turbo and Papali'i for Watson and who? Hines. So trading out Hines and Watto to uh, IPAP and Turbo. Maybe not. No, Definitely. No, I, like- I, don't, I don't know about the first one. I mean, yes, but... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Um, it. Like, obviously, you're running the gauntlet of whether Turbo backs up in round 18. Um, but that said, he's playing the Bulldogs this week, so that's a pretty enticing matchup. He'll mm. probably score about 80 points and, and get a rest after 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wraps it up for Instagram. Ah, great. All right. Well, on that note, we might wrap up the pod and uh, – Hopefully you all enjoyed our podcast. We've managed to keep it under an hour somehow. Um, uh, although I do want to give a shout out to the uh, the Facebook group for people that don't own Nathan Cleary, the support group. It's been going absolutely off this afternoon. <laughs> They're just an absolute party in there. Someone's like, we'll be leaving this group finally able to bring in Cleary this week. Obviously, he's being funny. <laughs> uh, the fantasy gods finally helped our non-owners. Dreams yeah, come true. Time to shine. Cleary's injured. Oh, how the tables have turned. Don't you all you Cleary owners out there, you've got to put the C on him this week. It's still rule one. I don't yeah. care if he's not playing. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, well. Uh, maybe uh, before we wrap out, quick shout out to Bevan H, who's currently leading our overall league. Oh, yeah. He's, he's uh, sitting third overall as well, and he's leading our overall league. Absolutely Good job, Bevan. Killing it. Does he have, uh, I'm assuming he's got Cleary, obviously. He does, yeah. He's got Jargoat as well. Uh, Jargoat. Um, or Sadler's not wants to, want to, you got to do something with Lenny there, brother. Uh, running pretty, pretty, so that's 16 before trades this week. Um, so he's got some interesting decisions to make there. Mm. Good luck, Bevan. All right. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, everybody. Good luck this weekend. And, um, yeah, definitely uh, for everybody that's got Nathan Cleary, hold him through this week uh, so that I can gain some more overall ranks on you. (laughs) And slap the C on him too. Yeah, and put the C on and the VC while you're at it. We'll, uh, We'll see you next week.